Hey everyone, this is Cornelius. My pseudonym online is King's Eyes. I acknowledge that I'll never get it. I can read every book. I can talk to every person to learn. I can mourn the victims and partake to the best of my ability. But I'll never be on the inside looking out, so to speak, at the systemic anguish and pain that's been caused black families throughout our world's history. I come from a middle-class Norwegian family. I always had food on the table, a roof over my head, and never a genuine fear in my mind for my own well-being while walking in public by myself, minding my own business. This is a luxury I've damn near taken for granted my entire life. Now more than ever though, I recognize that sadly, not everyone is born with that luxury. This privilege, this ugly safety net that our tainted world history has made the complexion of our pigment out to be. Just because the media isn't writing about the topic doesn't mean you and I should stop talking about or concerning ourselves with the topic. We are the ones that make the difference. Turning our cheek is letting racism continue to have a foothold in the world, and that is at this point not an option. Myself, the crew at Sigil Arts, and the rest of King's Eye's life all proudly stand behind the Black Lives Matter campaign. Hashtag Black Lives Matter was founded in 2013 in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murderer. Black Lives Matter Foundation, Incorporated is a global organization in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Canada, whose mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes. By combating and countering acts of violence, creating space for black imagination and innovation, and centering black joy, we are winning immediate improvements in our lives. If you want to read up more, get involved, or donate to the campaign, you can do so by going to www.blacklivesmatter.com. All the resources you are looking for will be there. Join the conversation for a better, more equal tomorrow by using the hashtag BLM or Black Lives Matter on Twitter, Instagram, and your other social medias. Once again, that's blacklivesmatter.com. Join the cause, end the divide between people, and do it now. Thank you for your attention towards this extremely important cause, and now let's start the show. Sunny listening ones got knocked out by it too. Welcome to I Got Lucky with King's Eyes. I'm a household maintenance man. I am a student. I am a snorer out the ordinary. First and foremost, in this very moment, though, I am your wonderful host. The uh, an equally wonderful uh, intro song you're currently listening to is called Home is Where the Bar Is and is made by Wax out in California. Huge shout out to Wax. Uh, this is off of his uh, most recent album, B-E-A-A, or B-A-A-A, which I think he typically refers to as because it's kind of like the sheep sound. It's the official anthem of the show for right now, and it is an interesting day. It is a Friday. As you are listening to this, it's not as I'm recording this. It was quite a silly remark for me to make then. But yeah, so what's what's the deal? What's I got lucky? Well, essentially, it is kind of uh, everything you expected from mornings and kind of cranked up to at least 10 this time rather than, you know, where I was at 5. To be, to be brutally honest, I haven't put too much more thought into it than I did with mornings. I'm just uh, eager to put a little more effort into uh, giving you as best a show as possible by whatever means I possibly can. Uh, so strap on in, grab a cold beer or beverage of choice, listen to some stories from this past week, and have yourself a good Friday.
All right, so normally in this spot of the show, I would go ahead and I would plug our core sponsor, which uh, is kind of, it's all over the network. You kind of know which one it is already. I, I'll abstain from it this ver first week, though, because with the, the debut episode, there's a lot of ground to cover. Uh, typically, uh, the next segment would go into how my week was, uh, and it still will, but I figured because we're kind of catching up here. If you listen to me on mornings back in the day, uh, back in March or whenever I posted the very last episode of that thing, um, you would know that I was currently self-isolating, uh, and it was kind of a weird time. Uh, it absolutely was a weird time, uh, and it, it remains a weird time, I would argue. As the pandemic rages on, numbers are escalating and de-escalating here and there. Uh, Norway, where I'm from and where I self-isolated and have been, been for the last five months or so, um... They've they've kept it safe. They've been good about keeping shops closed and keeping distances and stuff of the sort. Wearing masks isn't as big a deal in Norway as it would seem to be other places. Um, I want to go through a little bit of the experience there because obviously uh, I've rehashed this on my my on just everything really on my blog a couple times. Uh, I think a good portion of the story also was on that last episode of Mornings. Even if. And admittedly so, I haven't listened to a single episode of Mornings uh, back since I edited them. Um, I don't know exactly what it is about it. Particularly like the one, uh, what was it called? An Emotional Release uh, was an episode I put out. I, I don't ever want to listen to that again. Because that was just uh, torment to try and put together. Uh, and that was even before the pandemic. And the amount of just exhausting mental strain and shit like that that's happened in the preceding five, six months. I couldn't begin to tell you, quite honestly. Uh, but a... Because um, every everyone's aware that there's a global pandemic. We're asked to wear masks. Uh, here, prime example, as I'm recording this, actually, uh, it's trending on Twitter that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, got COVID, him and the rest of his family. If that guy can get it you can too and you should make every conceivable effort to uh you know not get it by the means that he did mention which is wear a mask quarantine self-isolate uh and build up your immunity or your immune system as best as you feasibly can by antioxidants and vitamins and all this other stuff can you tell that i just like kind of i watched that video just uh minutes a couple hours ago, actually, before recording this. But yeah, that's as a prime example. Uh, so that's been going on for a long, long while. Uh, and I remember on that, specifically on that emotional release episode that I put out, how I was talking about and concerned with uh, my grandmother in specifically. It, um, you know, the, the, the fear has kind of cooled off a little because I had the chance to come meet her on an occasion or two since then which was uh it was positive you know it's uh, someone with dementia it's rough you know kind of seeing them slowly fading and not really being all there like they used to be that sucks I, i'm i'm not gonna put it any other way but uh seeing her in a safe habitat and you know making sure that there are competent people around her to help her with things that she needs help with that she's fed that she has a comfortable bed to stay in 
and that the family has free access to come and see her whenever visiting hours are, which is every week at this point in Norway, thank fuck. Uh, all of that kind of put me a bit at ease. Um, uh, but that was quite late, though. That was just, like, in the, the week before I went back to the UK. Which, we'll get into that, too. But I want to get over to um, how things were whilst I was in Norway still. So, I self-isolated for them two weeks of April. I came back on the April 1st. Uh, my uh, my youngest sister graciously uh, gave up her apartment to me for two weeks uh, for me to stay and self-isolate. And I, I, I appreciate that gesture so, so very much. I, I couldn't begin to tell you how much I appreciate that gesture as it kept me safe for two weeks and kept everyone else safe for two weeks. But that was a, a, a living hell in just every fashion of it. I wouldn't go to bed. I didn't do my, my DDPY like I usually would. Um, everything was just kind of a black hole for a little while there where I didn't have it. Uh, at no point, I, I can't tell you that I've felt any sort of symptoms or anything remotely to uh, that could be could be remotely cast as being COVID. Can't tell you that I have. I've also not been tested for it, so I don't know. But I have self-isolated. Uh, again, that was hell. I got out of that after two weeks. Got the biggest, baddest hug from my dad. Um, which, you know, had been concerned for his son that came from the UK. And you never know what could happen on the transit from the UK to Norway. Uh, but it turned out okay. Um, got back and quite immediately I got back to my, you know, my house where I've grown up, uh, lived there since I was like four years old. Yeah, and now I'm at the age of 27, so it's been a while. Uh, got back there and kind of immediately, I just, I, I wanted something to do and I didn't want to just sit around the house. I wanted something to do and I pref by preference, uh, I wanted to just kind of, you know, have, have a spot where I could just kind of be to myself. Not on account that, oh, you know, being around family is awful during this time. That's not it. Not in the slightest. I love my family. Every every inch of them. But a, a, a thing then was, uh, just to realize, I had just been separated from my girlfriend at the time. Uh, indefinitely. Had no clue when I might see her again. No clue in the slightest. Uh, so it was all kind of rough to try and take in and compartmentalize uh, and so I didn't really want folks near me at all times of the day to tell me oh I you, you got to be doing this or you got to be doing that oh stop thinking about that it's fine stop th think about this think that the other thing everybody that's come up with advice and stuff they mean well and I totally get it but the situation was just uh, it the situation between my ears was just the worst not no bones about it at all and it was for such a long time, but even still, I uh, came to a solution. I, I sent a, a friend of mine a message because he uh, runs a grocery store um, near my caravan, which that's just a safety haven and a spiritual home for me. So that was a good idea. Um, spoke to him and uh, quite immediately he had shifts ready for me and it, his shifts in the schedule would entail that I'd be staying at the caravan for however long I needed to. 
And that ended up being 130 days, just thereabouts, of uh, staying at the caravan, going to work, going home. And I kept this ethos throughout it. It was, I was keeping a simple living. I was either at work and missing my girlfriend at the time, or I was at home with a beverage in my hand, missing my girlfriend at the time. Um, there, There is an underlying thing to the at the time thing. I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, kept a simple living like that. Had... Um, uh, working at the grocery store, the first couple weeks of it was just, I was awful. Just back in physical activity on hard floors with shoes that were given out on me. Uh, my knees were awful. My back was just giving me hell because I was standing at the till for most of the day. Uh, heavy workload, long hours, just I was a miserable human being for the first couple weeks. Then it smoothed out a little. Um... Uh, my weight scale would seem to entail also that uh, I was uh, taking in a lot of junk. I was drinking a lot of beer. And I gained back about the 10 kilos that I so, you know, that I humble bragged on my blog about having taken off. They were right back off. I was 90 kilos at my heaviest. Um, Not a good time. Uh, then I think, well, I turned 27. That would have been in July. Then I, I think it was the week after, I discovered that, you know, I could order a ticket to get back to the UK, and it would be fine, just so long as I fill out these papers, like a form that you have to fill out before crossing the border or whatever. So I did that stuff, or rather, I, I looked at every bit of uh, the UK government website, the Norwegian government website, every news article I could feasibly find to make sure that this thing was okay, that I was about to do. Once I had enough confidence that, yes, I can actually do this, it's safe for me to cross, and I am allowed to, I booked the ticket, and tears of joy. Flat-out tears of joy, as I realized I actually have a date now for when I get to see my girlfriend at the time again. And this, this part of the hell that is the pandemic can actually end. That was fantastic. It, that was just the greatest feeling I had had in all of 2020 to that point, except seeing my grandmother back in March. Um, and then the last month rolled by. Uh, celebrated my dad's 50th. Uh, he quite recently, he had, uh, <laughs> he had uh, his present awarded to him which was he uh, had the chance to uh, be a backseat pilot in an acrobatic airplane, which is a dream he's had for like 14 years. So that was just the coolest thing. Um, but yeah, celebrated that. We also had a beer sampling, like, you know, tested. I think we tested, I'm not sure. I think it was like 29 different beers at the end where we all gave marks like one to 10, stuff like that. Uh, that was a hell of a ride. That was all. That was a bunch of fun. The entire thing. Um, that was the only thing. When I booked the ticket, actually, was my dad's only. He's only going to be fifty once. He's only going to have his fiftieth birthday once. So it was important for me to stay home and be there with him for that. And I was, and I really did enjoy that. And it was. Uh, it's a highlight. Absolutely is. 
Then August 6th rolled around, and I had my bags packed, and I ventured over to the UK. Very surreal feeling when you're sitting in the back of a, you know, a to-and-from airport transport. And you can just see the skyline of Winchester, where I study and I live. Uh, you can see that just unfold on the horizon in front of you, and you can just feel your grin getting equally as wide as the horizon as the more you see it. Uh, I did discover, though, I had been a naughty boy. Came back in my kitchen, was a raging mess. There was cobwebs all over the house, for one. I think there still is some places around here. Um, but, um... The power had gone out a couple times, and so things that I had paid um, that I had paid electricity for, you know, just uh, so that I could keep the the freeze in the fridge, the freezer in the fridge, I could keep those running. That was no more. So I came back to a fridge and freezer that were rotten and full of maggots and all sorts of unspeakable nastiness that I have just kind of I put in the back of my mind since. And then, uh, you know, the, the core thing for why I came back this early, because uh, I don't really, I haven't begun my studies yet for the third year and to uh, do my bachelor's degree. But the main reason I came back as early as I did was um, obviously that I was going to see my girlfriend at the time again. And so if I, it was August 9th, so I came back on August 6th, she came back on August the 9th, and it was the single greatest day of my life. That entire day, I, I'll hold in the highest of regards to the day I pass, because it was just the greatest day. Uh, she came back, her father graciously, uh, had driven her down from where she lives up in the Midlands. Um, a great big embrace, uh, went for a walk through town. And this is a, a part of the story that I've then neglected to tell. It is that about three, four weeks before venturing to the UK, I had uh, purchased a little engagement ring. Uh, and so, on this walk, I had convinced her, let's go to the, you know, to a river and like on the northern, no, no, the eastern end of Winchester and look for some ducks because ducks are a big hit. So we went that way uh, and came up to the river right next to Whale Street, where there is a little wooden bridge that runs under a, uh, a willow. And we stopped on there and I very... <laughs> Not very conspicuously, I put my phone down on the bridge uh, with it recording because I had I'd started my vlogs just to kind of, you know, to make it seem not as suspicious that I was <laughs> I was recording. Um, then we spoke for a little second and then I bent the knee and I got a yes. So that's why it was girlfriend at the time, because at this point, that is my fiance. I'm getting married at some point in the next one or two years, more than likely. Which is amazing. It has been something to to think about and to try and compartmentalize. Oh shit, this is one of them grown-up steps that I I wasn't picturing that I would do when, you know, stepping on the plane the first time in 2018 to go to the UK. 
But that's what happened. And so I think a little moral to the story there then is whilst 2020 unquestionably has been just the biggest hellhole of a year, I still have a, a major, major positive, the, the biggest positive of my life to take away from it. And it is that I am, you know, I'm entering into a, a lifelong commitment with the woman I love. That is a major positive that I'm going to take away. And whatever fucking shit happens for the rest of 2020, nothing is going to top that. And nothing is going to, you know, take away from that. So more, I don't know that there is a moral to that story, except that, you know, there are bright spots, even when shit is at its darkest. I suppose it is. Right, and now I've rambled for about 21 minutes about the preceding six months. Now let's see what my my week was like. Right, so this last week, it, just to clarify also, that previous segment, that is just a one-time deal. Um, normally we'll just go week to week, but it's been a while since I had been podcasting and just in general. So I figured I'd, you know, I'd catch you up a little bit, you know? But as relates to this week, it's been an interesting one in not in every sense, but in one particular sense. And it is, uh, I've been upgrading my kitchen quite a bit. Uh, I bought myself a like hand blender and I bought myself a mortar and pestle. And also, um, I've been kind of swearing off doing processed foods. So every like sauce and all the like, I even tried to make a pasta dough here the other day that failed miserably, but I'm, you know. It's why they say, oh, it'll take a couple turns before you get it right. And that's fair. That's fair. That's exactly why I'd, I tried a couple times, too. But, but yeah, I've, I've been trying my damnedest now to just, you know, keep to making home-cooked meals just from the bottom up uh, on a couple accounts. For one, there if you look at, say, like a dolmio sauce, like the jar for that, look at the back on the ingredients. And tell me how many of them ingredients that you can actually look at and you can visualize what that thing is. You can like and you can tell what function it serves in the food. You see, I didn't mean to single out Dolmio. It's a lot of these finished food things. If you look at them, all the processed foods, really, it's got a shitload of junk in there that you can't pronounce. So why in the hell are you putting it in your body? That's kind of the ethos that I put into that. So... Um, and with that, that's going to, uh, well, not only gain you weight that you didn't really want, but it's also for a secondary thing, it'll hurt internal organs over time because you are feeding yourself shit. And if you're feeding yourself shit, you'll function like shit. If you're feeding yourself healthy, uh, good stuff that you know, everything that went into it, you'll be working good. You'll feel healthy. All this kind of stuff that has been... Uh, a primary goal this week that I've tried to uh, hammer a bit more home. So it's been a lot of, oh, I've been, you know, uh, testing with like white sauces. I have, uh, oh, I neglected to mention I also purchased a pasta machine, a pasta maker. Um, It would have made sense, obviously, because I made the pasta dough, so you'd figure as much. Never mind. So that's been important. Even, like, I bought a couple planters, and I now have, like, four different, like, uh, herbs that I can use in cooking. I have basil. I have uh, coriander. Coriander's dead, though, so I gotta change that one. Uh, I have chives. And I have parsley. 
all of which are kind of typical with the kind of cooking I do anyway. That, and also I keep fresh tomatoes, I keep some onion, I keep garlic nearby. Um, and obviously we also keep a full bowl of fruit, just so you know, you have some healthy stuffs around the house that you can eat. I've also uh, cut back on my egg and bacon for, for uh, breakfast. Uh, it's much more become uh, granola and milk. Which, you know, it's, it's important to have fiber. I've I've had uh, a little to and from with my digestive system for a while, and I've found that that helps quite a bit, to have the granola. Because, you know, fiber is important, obviously. <laughs> That's been a thing. Uh, what else been going on? Oh, of course. I'll be mentioning this, obviously, later in the uh, one of the later segments, too. But uh, we relaunched the podcast network that you're currently listening to, Sigil Arts. Um... It's been uh, the idea and concept for Sigil Arts. I'll get I'll get into that a bit more just here. Uh, that is a like six or seven year old idea, uh, which it, it it's an acronym. It's not Sigil like the old emblems and all that shit that the Norse families had, or other families. Uh, it's an acronym. It stands for Spark Imagination, Give Innovation Life. Um, and it's. It's a simple enough concept, but when you think about it, it's actually like, uh, okay, so we can function as a beacon to get people's mind spinning, and from that, they can make something of their own. Which is exactly why I've kept that acronym. It was supposed to be something completely different back in the day, but then uh, the more I got into podcasting and stuff like that, the more that idea stuck out, like, that's way better than... The very long-winded name I had of King's Eyes Lifestyle Podcast Network. That is so long-winded, I actually need to take a breath. Excellent. But yeah, so the the rebrand happened. Uh, shout out to our, uh, our newest uh, team member, Schmurp, on that one. Schmurp Derp on Twitter. Did a fantastic job of it. Uh, did a Norse uh, Valknut with a play button and some circles and just cool stuff. He's a fantastic, fantastic graphic designer. I recommend you check him out. You can go to kingseyes.life slash commissions because that he runs that entire deal now. I'm off commissions, folks. I don't do them anymore. He does them all for me because he does it tenfold better than I ever would. And if you listen to me and you are someone that has commissioned me previously and you think my stuff was good, Jesus, just you wait until you're commissioned, Schmurp, because holy fuck, your mind will be blown. That's about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and obviously um, we're heading towards Amazon mm, Amazon podcasting and Audible. Uh, we're going to be distributed on that quite soon. Because uh, they, they've opened for the first wave to like, I think they closed the first wave at like September 9th. Once that's off, you're going to have to wait a little while until you're actually on. But the vast majority of Sigil Arts will be on the network at the time. All our active shows currently that has an episode to it will be on them too. So look forward to that. You can ask Alexa even. Alexa, play the latest I Got Lucky with King's Eyes. Which is a fucking amazing. I've been wanting to have that happen to our network since uh, I listened to the Jim Ross report and realized I could ask, like, he could do it that way. It's a shame the Jim Ross report died a, a, just an unsanctimonious death like it did. For this grill and Jay Arshin? Gosh. Oh, that, what? oh that's, going, that's going out in the edit. Never mind. So that's uh, that was my week, uh, for the most part. 
Um, then we're gonna go into another one, which was, well, how was this last week in the world? What, what did, um, what caught my eye in the news, if you will? The government's corrupt, I know it. What the fuck you want me to do? Go overthrow it. There's starving children everywhere you look. What the fuck you want me to do? I barely know how to cook. Right, so for this first episode, um, I'm not going to go into a specific news story on one account, and it is a video that I saw yesterday, which hit very close to home, but it's also, um, it's also important in many respects, and I, I feel like shouting it out because it's, uh, it, you know, made a lot of stuff, um, or clarified it even. It clarified and kind of just, you know, it told a very personal story, but it also encapsulated a lot of things that is important we kind of think about. And it is from a website called thehumanaspect.com, where actually the uh, older brother of my best friend from primary school and upwards, uh, he did a video telling his story about uh, how essentially he he lost his best friend uh, who died of a, a seizure in in the middle of the night and how he himself had heart surgery and is now fitted with a pacemaker at at a relatively young age speaking i think he's just hit his 30s so that's not hmm, that's not exactly when you think to have a pacemaker but he tells his story he talks about what he's learned and it is a fantastic video it's 40 minutes long but it is fantastic so i'd like you to go on there to thehumanaspect.com uh, and click on what would be the most recent one, which is Joachim. You check that one out, and then afterwards, send him a little shout-out on uh, his Instagram, which is at CyborgPedersen, uh, P-E-D-E-R-S-E-N. Check him out there. It was uh, a, a very, like, it, it, it had me kind of, kind of speechless. Uh, and had me thinking about a lot of stuff, just in watching that stuff. So... Anything that can get me thinking and stopping in my tracks like that, I appreciate. So uh, head on over and check that out. Listen to the story. Listen to what he has to tell you because it's all very, very true. His entire story, all true. I was, you know, his best friend was also a friend of my family. Uh, I didn't know him too well personally. I had some interactions with his father here and there because uh, that's my my uncle's best friend. Uh, yeah. So that, that's something for you all to check out and not have fun with, but to really think about that, that I think is important. Right then, as it also happens, I run a bunch of properties. I run a, um, a website. It's called kingseyes.life, www.kingseyes.life. Through that, I also run a podcast network. It's called Sigil Arts Media. I recently rebranded that one, uh, which I'll get into. Um, and then obviously running in tandem with that, I happen to have uh, a, um, a clothing brand or a merchandising brand even. It's called uh, King Styles Apparel. So it's primarily dealing with apparel. I might change it so it's just King Styles something or other. And from that, obviously, you can make anything out of it. Uh, it's kind of just this grassroots thing. It's kind of fun, you know, to just think up a design. Uh, stick it on a product and then put it out on a web store, even if it's just for presentation for some of them. Um, great fun. 
But yeah, so what's going on with all of them properties? Well, for one, the website has been gradually going over uh, a little bit of a change here and there. Uh, it started really with the, the homepage was kind of slow and clunky and a bit bulky. It still is, but currently with how it looks and how it acts, it is a, a vast improvement over what it was. Let's just uh, put it that way. Um, on it, you can, you'll obviously find things like blogs and podcasts, like these ones, uh, and videos. You'll find all the merchandising stuff. You'll also find commissions, which that is a, a new update that I wish to discuss, and it is the fact that I've gone ahead and I've hired uh, the fella Schmurp, who did all of the uh, branding for the new Sigil Art stuff. I think I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. I'm not too fucking sure. But yeah. A uh, huge shout out to Nick Schmurp. Uh, any and all commissions that you would have usually wanted done by me, uh, that's now his forte. He is the official commissions representative and graphic designer for the website. Uh, his main focus for now has been the whole uh, rebranding of Sigil Arts, but he's also going to be uh, any. Like, to put it simply, I'm I'm retired for commissions. I have plenty other stuff that I need to take care of in relation to the website. Commissions don't really uh, come into it anymore for me. But that is why Schmurp also is, uh, the you know, part of why he is even here. Is because then the whole page is set up to his liking. I copied it as closely to his specs as he wanted it. And... Uh, I... I I'm, I'm struggling for words here, just on one account, and it is, I can't properly describe how cool the shit Smurp does is, like in true, truly and properly. I can't tell you. You'll have to see it for yourself. If you go hit him up on Twitter, you go at SmurpDerp, which, you know, it, it sounds, or it's typed just about how it sounds. It's S-C-H-M-E-R-P-D-E-R-P on Twitter. Check him out and all the stuff he's done on there, both for the, the rebrand of the website. Uh, not of the website, but of the, the podcast network, but also other stuff he's done. He's got some incredible stuff on there that you will all just really enjoy looking at, but then secondly, you'll also enjoy talking to the guy, getting your commissions done by him, and just in general. He's a, a swell human being on every account. I very much appreciate the fact that Edo... Um, Edo Ninja, my my other little friend, uh, tipped me off that he uh, he might be interested in joining up, uh, and needless to say, he was, and I'm so thrilled to have him uh, aboard the team and be able to you know provide him a little bit of count like um, counsel and guidance in a business that I am actually you know to an extent formally educated in the graphic design thing. Very very happy with that. Um, so that's uh, kind of the main premise as relates to the website currently. As relates to the, um, the podcast network, as mentioned, it was rebranded. Check out Schmurp. He would, uh, sh he'll show you the logo and he'll show you all the other stuff he did for it. Um, there's been, you know, there's been some changes in the schedule for it recently. Uh, you know, we've had a bunch of additions in terms of shows over the last six months. So let me just run through those quickly. On Mondays, every so often, we have Dark Matters with Glitter in which she goes over um, 
Uh, it's uh, all sorts of things paranormal, things to deal with the universe, things that are kind of inexplicable. Uh, uh, yeah, things that are mysteries, things to deal with space. All kinds of interesting stuff that all makes my head spin half the time. But then it's put to me in a way that is understandable, easily, ex easily explained by uh, either Glitter or with uh, Dad. He's been in both episodes so far. Uh, that's Mondays every so often. I can't tell you when the next one's coming out, but I know she's uh, she's planning. Uh, she's planning long term for what this might end up being in terms of a schedule and this kind of stuff. Uh, that's Mondays. Then typically on Tuesdays, we have the the show You Have Failed with Say Invader. Now, that show is a show that deals with uh, film, television, animated series, stuff like that of the, show, the host's interests, where at the end of the show, he deems whether it's failed or not. Which, I gotta do a performance review of him soon, because, quite frankly, nothing has failed on You Have Failed. So, that might be a conversation that might make it to the airways. We'll see about that. But it's a fantastic show, with what you and or Say Invader does for, you know, is done consistently now every week since February, more or less. So, very, very happy with him and the effort he's putting into that. Then, Wednesdays... Uh, you would typically get uh, the And Finally with Say Invader, which is a much more history-based and much more focused in on teaching you things uh, about historical characters, events. Uh, also started to dabble into myths and things of the sort quite recently. Uh, very fun show, that also. It's picking up a lot of steam, we can see with like the analytics and stuff, too. So it's uh, very much a show to pick up and have a look at. Or a look at, really? It's a podcast show, you don't look at those. You can look at the cover art. I've just updated that. That's fucking sick. Um, then Thursdays, moved over there quite recently. You have uh, the uh, Storm Connect with Edo Ninja and Crunch. Uh, them two guys do a hell of a job. I, I gotta say that too. They they don't get nearly enough credit from me specifically about the show that they put out, uh, which deals with the games, animated series, and various other things of that genre their own interests obviously uh with um diving into details that not everybody sees and for everybody to learn more and kind of uh, you know get more out of the various things that we all enjoy uh whether that be a ruby or it be a persona 5 royal uh, those are some typical ones then there's uh super smash brothers that's another one there's a lot of cool stuff that they uh pick up on and they discuss then fridays you have, obviously, your, um, that's your King's Eyes Day, because on a typical Friday, uh, at least to the best of my ability, bear in mind here, I'm going into uh, a academic year where I'm also going to do a dissertation uh, along with all my other projects, so I can't guarantee it'll be every week, but I'm going to try to have two shows posted on Fridays, which is this one, I Got Lucky with King's Eyes, which essentially follows kind of the same formula as Mornings did, but, you know, gradually going to try and get better. And then you also have a Norwegian equivalent. If you are a Norwegian speaker, you might be glad to know there is actually a show that has considered you and that you might not be as interested in listening to just English. So, that's that show is called Mornings Me Cornelius, which means Mornings with Cornelius. So essentially, kind of taking just a spin off of Mornings also. But I'm intending to take that in a different direction. Yeah, we'll get to that eventually. Uh, and then... You know, we have some special shows here and there. Uh, particularly this Saturday, I have 
just determined this as I have all the, the raw files and all that stuff. But this Saturday, we're going to have the first episode of Melodies of Mystery published. This one is going to deal with the Zonai tribe, uh, a lot of uh, its history, a bunch of its architecture and its culture. And, you know, spitballing some ideas and thoughts about um, about the sh uh, about that tribe and why they're missing. Uh, as well as we've uh, begun, you know, developing the next couple of episodes just to, uh, you know, get through the whole Zonai topic. That's another, that's one. Uh, then you'll see a bunch of other shows around on the website. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking out loud here, I think they'll vary a bit so that you have Melodies, you have 8-Bit Splendor. That's another one, which is a game show uh, split between myself, Edo Ninja, Saint Vader, and Glitter. Uh, it's going to be something that also goes live on Twitch and is going to be interesting in that fashion. And then obviously you have Social Doozy, which kickstarted all this thing. I I don't know exactly where to place those three. So if you have opinions and ideas of where and how to um, to go about executing those shows uh, and making it as best as possible and experience, please do hit me up on either um, one of the show Twitters. There's about... Let me think here. I think there's 10 show Twitters, there's one for the network, and then there's one for the clothing line, which I'll get into shortly. Um, so you can hit me, hit, hit us up on any of those, preferably one that deals with the actual show. And uh, either that or obviously we have some discords. We have uh, mine, which is currently going through a phase of rebranding, but you also have Ewan's uh, failures and finalists. And you have Edo Ninja's Clansman, which... Uh, that's, uh, that's an inbuilt culture all to itself. <laughs> Kudos to them. They're all great folks, by all means. Um, they're, they are a built-in audience and they are a, a valid asset and a, and a great fan base for Edo Ninja. And also that's been spreading the word of the network quite well. So uh, I appreciate them also. Uh, all those are valid places to, um, you know, give ideas and opinions as relates to the shows. And uh, I look forward to hearing you from you on all of those because it's an interesting time with uh, trying to pick out and set, okay, no, this is going to go that day and oh, I got to brand it this way and I got to do that. And okay, um, all this stuff and just building IPs like I've been doing now for five, six months, it's been fun. The little fun that you can have in a pandemic uh, before, you know, before knowing when you can be uh, back, with, back with your madam and all this other stuff. Um, then there's obviously King Styles Apparel. Just a brief explanation of that one. It is mainly, for now, it is obviously a fan brand. It is a thing where you can expect uh, things to pop up as it's spoken about, particularly in 2020. Uh, we're going to have uh, the collections be kind of lenient, I'll say, where I'll come up with a design and I'll just kind of chuck it out on whichever collection works. But for 2021 and onward, that's going to be a thing that's quarterly where the designs are picked out and thoroughly gone through and all the collections are done specifically uh, and published quarterly. So I look forward to doing that also. Uh, I look forward to a lot of the stuff as that relates to uh, the clothing brand because it's, it's been a very fun creative outlet to not only be able to set up a web shop for myself, but also to just every single product to cater. Okay, no, that's going to go in this collection. Okay, this page is going to look like that. Um, it's going to be branded with the King Styles apparel logo at the neck, or it's going to be down at the side, or 
everything else relates to that. Some might look at that and think, oh, that's so much work and it's so arduous and it's so awful and oh, why would you ever do that? Oh, why would you just do that? Um, whereas for me, it's a creative outlet and a creative challenge. I go, fuck yeah, today let's make another t-shirt. Fuck yeah, okay, let's make um, some, jogger, some joggers. Uh, let's make a phone case. Let's make a cup. Let's make shoes. I might have spoiled the secret. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. Um, but needless to say, I had the opportunity to do so. Ah, swig your beer for the working man. So shout out to Steve Austin. So that's going on. It's um, I'm taking 2020 as very much a developmental year for the brand, for the blah, for the brand to see uh, what fits, what's cool. Uh, what would uh, fit with the ideals of the brand, stuff like that. Uh, and clearly, as I would have shouted out earlier, uh, King Styles Apparel clearly is a core sponsor. It is one of the, the, the sponsors that will make this show live from week to week, uh, along with other ones, because we are eligible for sponsorships and we are looking forward to uh, partnering with... Uh, most anyone that has a good product and that is, you know, wants to showcased uh, in a valid and a uh, a proper fashion, a professional fashion, and where we can cater to the needs uh, that the the sponsoring question might have. So we look very much forward to expanding on that. Also, that counts for all the shows. I don't know that there was anything else uh, to deal with the shows. Or with the brand, or with the website. I guess I covered most of it then, for this week anyway. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll toss some updates in for each of them every week, and then we'll see what happens from there. To steal a line from uh, my friend on Wednesdays, and finally, we're gonna come up on a segment that deals a bit more with uh, my interests, which is, um, you know, I have I have a smandering of interests. I have a, a huge interest in uh, Nintendo and, uh, you know, the video games as relates to that. I have a, a, a driving force of a passion for motorsport, uh, particularly rally and rallycross and stuff. Not so much rallycross anymore. That's kind of up and died. But uh, that's something. Then obviously pro wrestling comes into it primarily, I think, in uh, like New Japan and AEW and stuff like that. Um I won't dive into too much of it this week uh, beyond telling you that's probably part of the part of the thing. And we'll just see what comes of it from there. It'll just be kind of, you know, if something piques my interest, I'll talk about it and give some opinions and some thoughts about it and we'll figure it out from there. So essentially what I've done so far in the show is basically rehash to you that, yes, this is essentially Mornings with King's Eyes, except that I've rebranded rebrand it. It's something different. I, I like to think so anyway, even if it follows the same formula and stuff. It was just kind of... Uh, the brief explanation there was that Mornings was just kind of the name that stuck. Because uh, I didn't immediately think I'd be starting a network. Uh, that idea, just with the serendipity of all this, it just kind of happened. Where I discovered through our previous provider, uh, that is no more... Uh, that we could do a lot of uh, a lot more than just one show, and I didn't have to uh, compensate someone financially or otherwise uh, anymore to have an added show. Uh, in discovering that, I thought, huh, well, that could be a great way for others to try this stuff too, and I could be kind of the the helping hand that does it all. 
I mean, you see guys, um, obviously this is in, not inside baseball, but it's, uh, you know, if you're into the pro wrestling scheme and podcasting, you know guys like Conrad Thompson and you know, uh, what's his name, Brian Last. Guys that deal with like Jim Ross and Bruce Pritchard and uh, Tony Schiavone or with Jim Cornette and the entire thing that is the Arcadian Vanguard Network. Uh, you know them as kind of the, the figurehead that will kind of help guide the conversation and that does all the uh, producing and publishing stuff as opposed to the actual hosts doing that. I can't imagine for the life of me Jim Cornette sitting down uh, with something like an Adobe Audition and editing together a podcast. Uh, there's this fantastic like prior, first sentence. Uh, uh, I think it was last year where Brian had asked Jim to... Uh, or rather, Jim had gone out of his way to get new equipment, but he just feverishly hates anything remotely uh, uh, similar to or and or computers, uh, like not even smartphones. Can't can't do them. Um, and he told this story about how he got a new microphone, this new like sw swindle arm, and uh, a headset. And the headset in particular. He had clearly discovered, and this was, you know, it was discovery to him that Brian Last didn't know, uh, even if it was Brian's recommendation. Uh, he had discovered that the uh, the jack at the bottom of the headset was way too thick for the microphone that this thing would go into, and that it would just flat out anally rape the circuitry of this microphone. To which Brian just eloquently put, "Have you, you know, the thing just caps off. You can just pull it off, and you have the smaller one underneath." And you can just audibly hear him click it off and just realizing, oh, really? That's the level you're dealing with. I doubt you'll ever hear the day where he has actually sat down and edited a podcast episode together and then gone to whatever service they use. I think it's like uh, Art 16. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, whatever service they use and gone and uploaded it and then had to go share it everywhere. I do not for the life of me think we'll see the day of that. Though, hey, I might be wrong on that. I've been wrong on a bunch of things previously in my life. I'm not afraid to be wrong. Uh, that's what I learned from. If, you know, if JC at any point in his life does end up editing together a podcast episode and publishing it to himself, I will be wrong. And I'll take that. Uh, I'll take that defeat uh, and I'll walk it. Uh, I'll walk with it and I'll learn something from it, I suppose. That, hey, never doubt an old man with a lot of. Uh, you know, pro wrestling interest and a historian out the ass. Let's just say that too. That was a long rant for a whole hell of a lot of nothing. Okay. Well, I think it's about the time to uh, close out the show for this week. Uh, it's been an interesting debut episode. Just in full transparency here, I began recording this about 12 hours ago. It doesn't sound like that from the show and the quality of it. I get that. But uh, this uh, computer that I'm running with has had an odd tendency lately of just kind of pausing, just stopping all processes, and I can't even, like, turn the mouse or anything. The only option to get out of it is to, full, like, do a full shutdown of the thing. And it did that midway between segments, I believe, three and four. No, two and three, actually. Between segments two and three, uh, it had a proper shutdown, which pissed me off. So I went downstairs, I played Skyrim for about four hours, uh, I cooked a good, a good big solid omelette, omelette? Omelette 
from the bottom, as I, I would with anything these days. And then I just kind of thought, you know what? At this point, I got to finish the episode. I did promise myself I would have this one out by today, which is Friday. Um, because I, I keep stalling in uh, doing the shows. I keep, uh, you know, uh, putting together, oh, what's going to look like this? And it's going to be broadcast and shown like this. But hardly, hardly in the last six months have I bothered to sit down and actually record something. I think there's one morning's episode, which is the Norwegian equivalent. And that's a long time ago, bro. That's a long time ago. Well, regardless, I'm going to cap off the show. If you liked what you heard today, please, 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 no, 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 no. Please be sure to go to iTunes or not iTunes. It's called Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave it a five star rating. Maybe a comment. Tell me that you liked it. Or otherwise, leave a one star rating and tell me that you found it to suck. I won't appreciate that, but I'll, I'll take it in stride. It's fine. It's fine. Any other platform of choice also that does ratings, please be sure to leave a, a good rating there or rating of your choice. That's, you know, it's neither here nor there for me to tell you what to rate my show. That's, uh, you know, it's subjective either way. Um, there's that. You can also uh, check out the official Twitter for the show, which is at I-G-L-W-K-E. Uh, that's an acronym for I Got Lucky with King's Eyes. Uh, duh. You didn't. It's, it's just some silly Norwegian bloke. No, bloke is the British folk. I need to stop mixing these things up. That's the thing. Then, obviously, you have some information on the, the website, which is www.kingseyes.life slash lucky is what it's going to be. Uh, there, there will be a pad, that, uh, a button. There will be a button there that says to go to Discord, for example, which, again, it's being refurnished. It's uh, being, you know, put to good use in different ways than what it originally was intended. Uh, that's one. You can obviously also get a hold of me on Twitter. That's at King's Eyes Life. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's just King's Eyes. You can find uh, the sh all of us on Facebook, which is at King's Eyes Life. Um, so let's have fun with it. Let's just have fun with it, folks. Thank you very much for listening. And let's be serenaded out by the lovely Wax with one of the tunes off of his latest album. Thank you very much for listening. Go subscribe on whatever platform you need to be subscribing on. Thank you, and good night, folks. Hour.